That's how you beat terror, dude. You just it's it's like reclaiming the word jihad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like people wearing swastikas nowadays and saying it's a religious symbol. <laughs> uh, if we can make popular culture embrace the phrase "going on a jihad" like wearing a really silly hat, then we have defeated the terrorists. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I just got home from work and it was a real jihad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. I'm Patrick. I'm King. This is Ray. And you're listening to The Worst Thing Ever. Today's episode, Rap Battle. Hey, welcome to Worst Thing Ever. Uh, tonight we've got uh, a special, special guest. Uh, Matt Hatter McGinnis, from, uh, president of Scrub Club Records, is joining us remotely via phone. Um, this is very exciting for us. Uh, I'm have... a president? That's awesome. <laughs> That's, that's what the cue card said, man. I just read this stuff. Did I already cock block the entire show? That's fantastic. I did. Wow. It is called Worst Thing Ever. We'll run with it. <laughs> this is what this is in our wheelhouse. This is what we do. Uh yeah, this is Bad Servo. Uh the other gentleman is uh Patrick. Hi. Hello, Patrick. I don't. Uh, I don't know what to call you. He, um, Ray was telling me that that your name is Mad Hatter, and I just found that hard to believe. Oh yeah, that's that's the legal name. I got it changed about <laughs> uh, four years back. So, I, I mean, that's good enough. For, it's good enough for the law. It's easy to remember for everybody. <laughs> it used to be Eli, and uh, you know, that, it wasn't cool enough before the book of Eli came out. So I changed it. And then the book of Eli came out, and I'm like, shit, there goes $60. <laughs> really? That's all it takes? Hmm. Well, yeah, well, $60 and a lot of bending over for, like, the Social Security office and, and stuff like that while they try to prove you're not a real human anymore. So we know we just um, we just signed uh, some new people up uh, to the Scrub Club Collective. I know you're working on... Uh, a new uh, John Henry themed release uh, that's coming up. So uh, you want to talk about anything that's happening there uh, coming up in the near future? You know that very well, don't you? Uh, a little, a little. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm working on a uh, a steampunk hip hop album, which probably 80% of the people are going to be confused and the other 20% are going to hate it. But it's going to be awesome. And uh, it basically takes place in 1894, and uh, it's like Industrial Revolution rap. And uh, it's it's full of references to the Victorian era and uh, railway workers and, and uh, you know, all the problems that they faced back then with horrible labor and corporations rising up. And then you got the science fiction elements of steampunk on top of it, too. So it should be a blast. Yeah, it sounds like a landscape that will give you a lot of creative freedom to kind of go wild lyrically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a giant steampunk nerd too. So this finally gives me an outlet to to pump my music into that and reach a whole new genre of you know fans that wouldn't have heard heard of us anyway. So I'm excited. Yeah, uh, what little bit I've heard uh, so far is is very intriguing. If nothing else, I I, I do hope that you can drop. Um, the instrumental from the test track you sent me earlier, because it sounds to me like if st- it sounds like steampunk robot porn music to me. I just imagine <laughs> just like a, just a back and forth, ching dong, ching dong. 
very good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that uh, should play that us actually out. was it. There was two steam powered robots boning each other, and and then I rapped over it. <laughs> In fact, there should be a whole subgenre of just steam porn. How come no one has capitalized on that? I it's kind of funny. Actually, have you have you heard of uh, uh, Little Death Ray by any chance? I got nothing. No, no. What's that all about? Little Death Ray. Uh, well, uh, a porn actress went off, and she was big on steampunk, and created steampunk dildos and vibrators, and they're <laughs> called Little Death Rays. And uh, you'll you'll have to look up the website. Um, oh, I forget her name. Lady Lady something with a C. Not that C word. But lady something with a C. Lady Clankington. There you go. <laughs> what and, a great. Uh, she oh, has like these. These Victorian steampunk like pistols and stuff like that, but you know they've got vibrators built under the end of them. It's fantastic. So there's your steam port. Now, see, we should we we got to link that up in the show notes along with what was that horrific site oh, that you God. sent us to last week where it was like dragon dildos and things that that was not the dragon me. vaginas yeah that was not me but yeah that was like the the dragon shaped um yeah and the alien like vaginal simulator it was that was that's one of those things like it's I, I've, I've gotten drunk and stumbled around the internet more than once or twice in my life i've never come across anything quite like that <laughs> accidentally that's i mean i'm surprised they didn't have a cthulhu section to be quite honest with you now, you know, somewhere, somewhere, yeah. someone is dying for something along the lines of the accommodator, but it's just basically a, a dildo beard and just marketed as an, a Cthulhu-themed sex toy. <laughs> what would you call that? I mean, because, you know, the regular name is too, too, too wimpy. It's got to be something that like, could crack the earth with its cat. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, but I think the product line should be called the Elder Rods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is perfect. There you go. And you can put the Elder Cock Rings with the Elder Rod, and it's, it's yeah, see, all one package. It all comes. It all comes full circle, sir. <laughs> see now, um, <laughs> tagline writes itself. Like they'll make you question your sanity. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Let these fellows oh through God. your rift. <laughs> Invite Lovecraftian horror into the bedroom, dude. Tr- take it from take it from my wife. Lovecraftian horror is very much a part of our bedroom. Has been for years. <laughs> so, anyone uh, familiar is, is going to know you've also uh, been working on a sort of steampunkish in a way um, tabletop RPG called Time Paradox. How's how's that project coming along? It's fantastic. It's it's something I've been working on for, well, I won't say I've worked on it for years. I'll say that I've had it sitting around for years, and I work on it every couple months when I have spare time. But uh, it's, I wouldn't say steampunk is the centric of it, although that comes into play uh, really well. Uh, it's more time traveling over all periods and, and dimensions and all sorts of stuff, but it's uh, an old-school pen-and-paper RPG uh, I designed a brand new system that makes it easy for people that would detest playing Dungeons and Dragons and spending 30 minutes figuring out math of where you just hit a skeleton, you know, and uh, make it a lot more simple kind of video game pace for people and uh, just focus more on the story. But it's uh, it's really cool. I hope people like it. We'll be playtesting in a couple weeks and be releasing in May. <laughs> 
Have you got um, play, like uh, demo you know, conventions and things lined up for that? Like That sounds like something that would have a kick-ass booth at something like PAX. Um, if I end up being able to go to Gen Con, I'm going to have one there. Uh, of course, Gen Con's like the, the daddy of all role-playing game conventions in Indiana. Uh, we went there and performed last year, but finding the money to go back has been a little difficult. <laughs> but um, And here on our independence tour uh, that we're doing, independence like independent artists, um, we're rocking shows and then trying to go to comic shops before the shows to uh, release Time Paradox there and uh, meet fans and stuff like that. So big combos. Absolutely. Sounds good. Now, at this point, it's probably a good time to mention that, uh, you know, Scrub Club is a nonprofit uh, uh, label for independent artists of, of a lot of different styles, actually. Um, yeah. You know, it, that, that's something that uh, I think in this age of diminishing uh, record stores, a lot of people really want to support, even though uh, finances can often be an issue. Right. Yeah. And, and that is the fun part of it. I mean, Scrub Club, we release every single track we do for free so that any fan anywhere that at least can steal internet access from somebody can have our music. And then, uh, you know, we, we ask for donations if people want to help out. And, uh, we did that thinking that no one ever would. And over the last year, we've been able to afford airfare to get to shows and some new merchandise and stuff, but everything we do or eventually sell goes back into the big donation pot. So no one sees any of the money. We just, keep building and building and it's a really cool formula that i think is putting us ahead of the game and the music industry is on its last leg so if people don't learn to do it like us they're in trouble <laughs> so you're you're kind of building a, a music delivery platform that's not it's it's about delivering the music not you know anything else just getting um, monetizing ex- it. exposure for for people you guys still there yeah hello oh okay sorry it cuts you off in the end of your sentence. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that's that's the main that's the main deal is really trying to package it up and make it free and the whole entire world can torrent it and share it and you know, it goes fast like lightning. There's no money to slow it down. So Um do you have like the, the quick, you know, again for people who may not have any um any backstory, like what you know, how did you get started? What's the how did where did this all come from? Um well, the, the very humble beginnings, the very uh, embarrassing humble beginnings were me and a friend decided to make some cheesy, like, B-movie horror-themed rap stuff, you know, and, and tell some goofy stories and, and, and things like that. And we're like, well, let's start recording. And the only equipment I had was a $6 Logitech computer microphone, and we put either a sock over it or taped a tampon to it. And that's how we recorded in the sound recorder way back in the day. And then I would mix in sound recorder. And we did an entire album like that, unfortunately. <laughs> when, when about was that? And, uh, oh, that was uh, in 2001. And uh, after that, we started performing and uh, did a ton of shows. And that was under the Shadow Puppets name. Uh, the second Shadow Puppets album's on the site, but the first one isn't because it's god awful, and I only know two people that have it, <laughs> and uh, I don't even have it because it's it's shameful. But uh, for about the first three years, you know, really learned to to get things tighter and and figured out 
how to get backstabbed a whole bunch so that we could, uh, you know, actually survive. And uh, from there, it's all been learning and and developing. So the first three years were learning, and, and the rest of it was rocking. <laughs> That's a pretty good clip for most people. It takes longer to learn how to rock. <laughs> Some people can rock it from birth, but unfortunately... I was just a simple baby who couldn't talk until like a year old. So I had to learn to rock later. So there you have it, folks. Um, we're going to have links to uh, into the uh, Scrub Club uh, Records website and uh, some of the projects we're talking about now. But we did not bring you here to answer the same questions that everyone else asks you about. Because, frankly, our two listeners no. are too drunk to understand anything you're talking about. And your listeners already <laughs> know this shit. Yeah. So we're going to move right. on. Steampunk dildos. <laughs> Let's just go back to steampunk dildos. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, priorities, man, really. I mean, do we have to limit it to steampunk? Well, Still. no, we could, we could go with, uh, you know, we could go with, uh, you know, uh, diesel punk dildos. Seems, that would be fine. It seems like, you know, um, like Greek architectural dildos. That's an untapped market, right? <laughs> or cyberpunk dildos that, like, uh, you know, you plug in rather than just insert. <laughs> yeah, like lights are dimming, and there you have to change the fuse between big O's. It's fantastic. Right. It's like Tron, but you have to pour the oil in while you're using it. It's real gritty. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be a 40 white night. Oh, I can feel it. <laughs> oh, no, not 40. Oh. <laughs> oh, so- God. No, if we do the uh, Greek architectural dildos, though, that uh, that brand name is Columns. That's just, that's what it's yeah, got to be. Clearly, <laughs> right? Just like the Sega Genesis game. So, <laughs> so um, before before we called in, um, Pat, as I said, th- this show is often fueled by um, alcoholic substances, and Patrick here was telling me that he had set up the the open bar situation <laughs> at his station with like a bowl of ice, and this led him to uh, want to steal like a, a nice hotel ice bucket, and um, <laughs> this reminded me of a story I read this week. Now, get this. I read this on Tech Dirt. Apparently, major hotel, hotel chains have started putting I, uh, RFID tags in their towels and linens. To Whoa. prevent people from stealing them. Now, how fucking heavy is that? That's a little too expensive, I think, for my bar owning taste. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not following the logic behind that. And it said the beauty part is like the the RFID tags are only good for 300 washes anyway. Wow, weird. <laughs> I that's that's crazy that you know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what separates me from the pack, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I part of me thinks this is abhorrent and sort of privacy invasion gone wrong, and the other part of me just loves a future where if you stray too far from the pool area with a towel or something, like it's all Logan's Run and fucking merch <laughs> out, arms come on. <laughs> Sean Connery wearing nothing but like an orange X across his chest, chasing you down. Oh man, yeah, that's scary. I, I would feel better if the uh, if the um. In, in, as part of this, like the the you know you give some you you take some away, like so they they build in this tracking system uh, that's full of distrust and privacy invasion for all of us. But as part of the circuitry for the RFID thing, they also include a little light that um, detects semen, and so any <laughs> any any towel you encounter has a little light that you can sort of rely on and be like, well, 
Nah, lights on. That's that's probably covered in semen. Oh, oh see, I misunderstood God. that. When you said light, I thought you meant like it would cast like a UV light across the towel, so you could literally <laughs> see. Steve, <laughs> you're just talking about like a, a problem LED. Uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm talking about an indicator. But you could have. I mean, that would be the step up for like the Ritz Carltons of the world. Yeah. Is, is I'm thinking plug. of self-contained CSI crime scene. Yeah, you, you like you squeeze the corner of it like a you know a bear that can talk, and it it casts an iridescent glow over itself, and you can be like, yeah, that's clean. Oh my god! You can taste the cleanliness in this one. No, th- oh yeah, this makes Do not me, put uh... this towel in your mouth. Yeah. No, I want to go to one of the hotels that have implemented this policy and just, like, walk out into the parking lot wearing nothing but a towel and then wait for them to approach me and then just let it fall to the ground. <laughs> you and your take el- it off of me, bro. You and your <laughs> elaborate exhibitionist fantasies, man. Yeah, you know, and you got to so keep it fresh, sir. An outfit in a towel, though. See, like, you, I think the best, like, use for an RFID is, like, you know, you, you raise a child from birth to know nothing but hate so that you can, like, put a collar on it and, and train it to kill people. And then you put an RFID tag in that. You know, you don't put it in a towel. You have to track the killer down. You don't track the towel down. So I know we've been talking about, like, Cthulhu dildos and, and all kinds of... But that that was fucking dark, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking of... What, what movie was that where Jet Li was like that? Like... Some oh, with Bob Hoskins is your dad. Un- unleashed. <laughs> yeah, see, he needed an RFID in him, and then everything would have been fine instead of just like a plastic collar. See, <laughs> yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty, man. King, so this, is, this is Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter King. Hello, King. Mad Hatter. King, like the uh, going? like the uh, tiger-headed guy in Tekken. <laughs> no, not quite. I've never mastered oh, all those okay. moves. He is from the Texas. Oh. Yeah, he's oh, he's really Texas. more of a. Yeah, he's really more of the Yoga Flame nationality, if you know what I mean. Oh, not the, the Texas, Texas tag team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I so do have to he, apologize. Is he the co-host that has like the bedroom voice? Is that his job? Yes. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Consid- considering he falls asleep during some of them, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> well, a yeah, but that could only take absence so far. The thing is, he doesn't he doesn't disappear when he falls asleep. He is replaced by an incredibly hostile woman. <laughs> yes, a very oh. hostile. <laughs> Get her a little death ray. Take care of everything. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh King, that... if only you knew what we were talking about. <laughs> That no might be the title of this episode right there. Give her a little death ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, see, this it's is way better than I'm... semen towel. Yes. <laughs> well, see, one begets the other. It's like good and evil. You can't have one without its balance. <laughs> oh. This is the argument I was see, trying to make about the semen towel is you're, you're, you know, they give you a little something for what you're giving up. Okay. I suppose so. It's an equal trade. I want you to think about how how infrequently in life you have the opportunity to hear someone say, the thing I was explaining about the semen towel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we earn our explicit tag every week. 
So yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> like an episode of Dick Van Dyke where you know he trips over like the stool and's like, oh, semen towels. <laughs> special. Yeah. Well, I mean, a little slapstick comedy is the only thing that can improve a semen towel scenario if you get right down to it. What's, what's funny, I think, about this show is that we go beyond the explicit tag because it's not just, you know, poor, like, like you know, swearing, things like that. It's like we could clean this up entirely, talk about it in words you could use on Oprah, middle of the day, national television. It's the concepts that really, I think, fuck with people on our show. That's, you know, that's true, because I believe Oprah could say semen pal on her show. She probably has. And she'd be like, you get a semen towel. You get a semen towel. <laughs> you get a semen <laughs> Okay, everybody, look under your chairs. You've got <laughs> semen towels. Oh, it's sticky. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what we need, though. See, this, this is why I'm glad um, that you're on board tonight, because I have a confession to make. I've, I've been a little worried about me and Patrick, because last night, le- okay, let me set this up. He's single. He's in California. I have met the caliber of Dane that he hangs out with. Very nice. Um, Free reign to do whatever he does. Me, it's late night. My beautiful wife is predominantly naked in the bedroom. And yet the (laughs) two of us are sitting on Twitter having a conversation in which I'm like, gee, I I really like the version of Landslide that was on Glee tonight. And he goes, oh, yeah, the Dixie Chicks version is haunting. And I'm like, oh, my God. Where did we go wrong, sir? Haunting and Dixie Dicks. Oh. You had na- access to naked woman during that? What the fuck is wrong with you? Okay, access Well, he said there was a naked woman. He didn't necessarily say he had access to her. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get right down to it, I mean, any old rapist off the street has access. That doesn't really spell <laughs> out when. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's not the worst. Um, one of my uh, favorite pastimes lately, a, a good friend of ours, his wife is um, somewhat obsessed with like babies and the methods of delivering babies and, and children of, you know, of all types. And I'm friends with her on Facebook, and it is just a nonstop stream of like 12 posts a day about circumcision and birthing oh. stuff. And it, oh, it's, it's horrible. But I always try to comment on every one. <laughs> And it's never good. So today she linked some bullshit article about, um, you know, like top 25 things that are, you know, dangerous to your baby that might surprise you. And, you know, there's like a dozen Freddie mothers commenting on this. And at the bottom, I was like, how did Pedo Bear not make this list? (laughs) (laughs) So so I do love that. Or, you know, how did did Cthulhu uh, dildos not make it on that list? Well, see, I think that's going to be our test segment, our test group for these products when we get to market. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! They don't require much money. That's that's a good plan. My my question is, how does like you know incredibly oppressive um, smothering mothers not make that list? Oh, yeah. That's... yeah. So uh, here's a question. Um, one of the uh, ongoing features we like to like to do is um, ask uh, King here, who apparently went into a slight coma over the decade of the 80s and remembers nothing, um, to tell us about something from the 80s that he probably doesn't know anything about. So, gentlemen, do we have any good topics to, to quiz the man's mind? I, I think we should actually force this on, on Mad Hatter and say, like, you know, what, what's, 
Um, maybe your favorite aspect, not potentially not like you know Transformers or GI, something very very highbrow, but you know something from the culture of the '80s that you would like to ask because we'll have plenty of future opportunities to embarrass him publicly in this way. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me get this straight: you're asking me to quiz this man on something that everyone in this virtual room knows he has no idea about. Exactly. So, for you instance, never know. it turns out a lot more entertaining than you'd think. Yeah, real. Hey, King. Yeah. What was Rainbow Bright's horse's name? Um, I thought what Rainbow was Rainbow was just Bright? a little. <laughs> wow, I got a lot of static over here, but it sounded like your answer was St. Louis Delight. That's disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say Rainbow Bright I... and St. Louis Delight. <laughs> I've seen that horn. Good one. That is. Excellent name for a horse. I'm I think sorry. I think the creators of Rainbow Bright were high on some St. Louis delight. <laughs> um, n- honestly, I didn't. I thought Rainbow Bright was that little box that you put uh, little peggles in. <laughs> Are you talking about? Wait, what was that? Just get a basket of flower making basket. Light bright. Uh, uh, light bright. Oh, is that the not? Is it not the same thing? No. No, it's different. Uh, Rainbow Bright was like this uh, blonde chick that can make rainbows that wore like the Michelin Man's skin as an outfit. That can't be a real thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think Ray may have broken the mold on that can't be a real thing from the 80s with fucking shirt tails. That, shirt that, tails. Has, that has thrown my whole... Based on a little series of greeting cards. Come on. <laughs> like, there's nothing... What about the wuzzle? <laughs> What was that fucking stuff? The stuffed animal thing? Popples? You mean poplars? Hey, popples popples were great. And I still remember the one I had. And his name was PC Popples. Do you know what PC stood for? What's that? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. (laughs) His name was fucking Pretty Cool Popple. And who could deny him that? His tagline is, yeah, he's all right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mediocre. Pretty cool, Popple. He's he's cool, but he's no St. Louis delight. It's very cool that you guys have an '80s segment because I love the '80s. Not like VH1 okay. does, but in a totally platonic way. <laughs> as as do we all, except Raz, who I shit you not went on a tangent about his anger about the Breakfast Club, which yeah. no, so that, oh, that, that was I was what? drunk. You shut your face. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> Breakfast Club is excellent. Yeah. No, it is excellent. I just thought it was a little too eighties, and I was also drinking. Too eighties. Cannot emphasize There's that enough. Too eighties. Drinking. Uh, Alcohol. You know what RoboCop would say if you said that he was too eighties? He would say, um, "Freeze, dirtbag." <laughs> we also accepted your move, creep. Take your move, back, <laughs> your move creep. creep. You know, I realized something about that show, uh, that show, that movie um, the other was day. Was a show. There is n- <laughs> uh, RoboCop. Come on. Oh, RoboCop was no, uh, a show. The RoboCop There was a sitcom, miniseries. You know. <laughs> anyway, you realize something. Freeze Dirtbag. Oh, RoboCop. <laughs> RoboCop, you have to stop two crimes on the same night? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. No. Without recharging? I'm fucked. <laughs> Where is my goop? Nom, 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 nom. No, um, 
that that show uh, goddamn again that movie when you're watching that movie there is literally no tension whatsoever except for when he's getting killed because every other action scene in that movie is him just standing perfectly still perfectly stationary in one place just getting shot over and over while he blows up bad guys awesome to watch but you never once go oh no how is Ro- how is robocop going to get out of this one <laughs> He's probably going to fall down, and they're going to have to repair him for the next action scene. I just love that you say, like, how is RoboCop going to get out of this one? As if you want, like, the Dukes of Hazard yes. narrator on the scene. That's exactly what I was going to say. You want Waylon Jennings to come out and be like, no, how's Murphy going to get out of this one? <laughs> RoboCop seems to get himself in a real big pickle. Tune in next time. I think the best thing, though, about RoboCop is going back and watching it now and seeing Red from the 70s show as the bad guy. I couldn't I could not watch that 70s show because I I just every time I see that guy, I like I I saw RoboCop fairly young, probably shouldn't have. I I, I imagine being shot by that guy after he's like, it's like scares the shit out of I could not watch that 70s show. I still I I hadn't watched it since I was a little kid. I, it doesn't hold up as well as you might think. Well, yes, but uh, I hadn't I hadn't remembered that it was him, and I think it's about the point where he was like in that business meeting, and he's like, "Bitches leave!" I just <laughs> lost it. I'm like, "This is red. What the hell? <laughs> Bitches leave." That was such a great That's, line. The craziest it line from any that movie out of ever. Character though. <laughs> it doesn't. Somehow I could see red. It doesn't at all. Though. Have any of you guys yeah. watched um, Children's Hospital? Because he has a great yeah. role in that. You're the only one that sits outside in a car and watches Children's Hospital. Oh, talk about a weird pop culture mesh. Um, you know, talking about RoboCop and the Dukes of Hazard. So my uh, wife, who is, uh, you know, just terribly Christian, just very, very Christian. Um, terribly Christian. Being, yeah, like to, yeah, almost to a fault. Um, <laughs> I love her, but she's always bringing home like oh, weird. My- Bible study books or whatever, and she had one by the bedside the other day, and the title of the book is just "Can We Talk?" And I was like, "Are you what? Are you fuck? Are you reading like the Joan Rivers biography? What the fuck is this?" She's like, "No, it's about Jesus." And I'm like, "What? Like of all the titles you can pick, that's what you went with? It's not that funny, but it amused me to no fucking end. Just imagine. Oh, it amused me imagining you guys sitting on a bed, and she's like, "Can we talk?" And you're like, "Bitches, leave." <laughs> that probably wouldn't go over so well. Uh, you know, they forget. They forget if you put enough arsenic in coffee. Man, uh, you guys are the greatest. We try, sir. That's our promise. It is often unfulfilled. <laughs> the greatest at being terrible. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this is um, this is also kind of interesting. Um, since we have a, a a gentleman that you might say is in the quote rap game um, with us tonight, I went on the um, street. Vanilla Ice. Woo! What up, y'all? Where do your mother? Yeah, you guys are gonna love this. I think this is where Raz is gonna really excel. So um, I've got I, I've pulled at random a couple of uh, bits of terminology from the street slang dictionary. Oh, and you guys tell me if. Uh, <laughs> Tell me what these mean here. Uh, oh no, this is gonna go be great. Be geese. What? Uh, what are was you, that? 
Are you mispronouncing the the Bee Gees? No, no, no. <laughs> what does it mean to be geese? To be geese? Be geese? Like yeah. fucking Canadian geese? Ex- yes. If you're if you're if you're in the if you're in the <laughs> book, you try to be geese. What are you doing? I think you're one of those annoying pricks at the club that are all like pinching girls' butts with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> It was one to time. Stick with the boys in a V shape. <laughs> when you stroll into the club, you always do it in formation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we it's got shit on the way out. out you shit on the, the way south out. Side. You knock over a okay. bread store, like <laughs> put all the wonder uh, bread in the bag, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the sun chips. Yeah. No, hold on, hold on. Big geese, okay. uh, ride with a posse. Okay, go ahead. No, apparently to be geese is uh, to leave. Yeah, you have to go. What? Oh well, there you go. So, so you're Is like that... we be geese. That means we're out. Wow. I did not know In a V formation and shitting on the floor. Insult to injury, sir. Uh, the next <laughs> one on the list is uh, Cronkite. What is Cronkite? That's awesome. Talking a bunch. Old chronic. <laughs> that 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 would be uh, news um, synonymous with the four one one. Walter Cronkite. Let me yeah. talk to Cronkite before I be geese. I'm so glad they've heard of Walter Cronkite in the hood. That makes me so happy. Well, here's here's what's so funny. Talking about like when I started doing music in 2001, I uh, I got a producer to send me some beats for our project, and one of them was called Walt, Walter Cronkite. It's uh, if. <laughs> If if you find the beat, it's really badass. But then I found out that he stole it from somebody else, so we couldn't use it. But um, somewhere floating out there is me rapping over Walter Cronkite beat. Fantastic. <laughs> you heard it here first, kids. Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. Uh, that's awful. And that's the uh, way the rap battle crumbles. Let's see. Uh, what else is it? Oh, uh, JPT. What is JPT? Um... Man, I just keep thinking just, of a million things that start with just and end with titties, but nothing in the middle. Just <laughs> please trannies. Trannies. <laughs> uh, that would wow. be Japanese people time. <laughs> Which apparently... <laughs> like, like is that is that in a category with hammer time? <laughs> I can only assume. Drop That's, the hammer uh, time. Apparently that means to be on time or early. That means you're on Japanese people time. I was trying to make a Jet Propulsion Labs joke there, but I couldn't come up with a T word. Oh, wow. oh I'm sorry. Jet That's Propulsion a tabs? I came up with trains and titties, and yeah. <laughs> Jet, propulsion. Jet Propulsion titties would also be on Japanese people time. <laughs> That's true. I just, <laughs> that is the ultimate goal of all Japanese engineering, basically. I just imagine you as like the the one four twenty engineer, like at a, at a mass transit authority, and then like the guy walks in, and he's like, "What do you got for me, team?" And you're like, "I got trains and titties, boss." <laughs> <laughs> just a these don't worry, sure. they got jetpacks on them. <laughs> and, I made some uh, robot titties I... with, with rockets. <laughs> You'll like them. <laughs> See, and that could work by itself too. Jetpack titties. <clears throat> Oh, how yeah. sweet would that be? 
Because if your titties are jetpacks, that's also going to cut down on a lot of the bikini waxing you're going to have to do. <laughs> wow. It's practical is what I'm saying. Burn victim. You're going to need some lotion. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder... <laughs> I wonder if, like, there's a, you know, you get your chemical reactions. I wonder if there's something you can dust a towel with that would react with semen and then just, like, burst into flames or start smoking just to (laughs) fuck with roommates. I think you should ask your uh, Christian wife about that one because that sounds like it's in her territory. Yeah, just dust some Jesus on there. Burst right into flames. Things burning, to reiterate, things bursting into fire, not towels covered with semen. I just want to get that out there. Yeah, I think oh, one, I also want the ship's already sailed on one of those. Yeah, how rare is it that that you have um, three of the only people um, that you will allow to say that your wife is overtly familiar with semen-covered towels on the same conference call? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about this one. We got one. We got one last one. According to the slang dictionary, what is Mad yeah. Hatter? Oh That's God! Yeah. Well, usually, usually it means drug dealer, but I remember back when I looked it up on, oh, God, I can't even remember. It was like the Encyclopedia Dramatica. I can't remember. It's closed now anyway. But there were like 50 different definitions, and all of them gave me a bad name. Yeah, no, none of them are good, but yeah, drug dealer was the, the overwhelming success. So I guess that makes you the winner? Question mark? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Winner? Well, the wow. Um, the number one hit for Mad Hatter on Urban Dictionary is an extremely ugly person, usually of Middle Eastern descent, with a large nose who is totally mad and likely to blow your ass up with some jihad shit. Hey, yeah, that's the <laughs> challenge this week. Whenever any of you go onto you know Xbox Live or whatever for some multiplayer, just sprinkle the conversation with jihad like you're a Smurf. Like just, <laughs> I'm a jihad. See if you can get anyone ass. concerned. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Son of a jihad! Mad Hatter temporarily relocating to the Middle East. I <laughs> rob a bread store and then I got a big east. <laughs> He's putting See, that's the joke on the flow. Fly. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's uh freestyling. Oh. Wow, I just <laughs> witnessed the worst drug deal in history. Seriously? <laughs> okay, how, how, so super obvious. Okay, well yeah. Um this girl was walking by a club, which is one, two, three, four, five businesses down. A car picks her up in front of it, drives over to this parking lot, five businesses down, sits there, does the deal, and then lets her back out of the car. That's like Grand Theft Auto <laughs> style. I mean, I who's that? that just who's that even fooling, really? <laughs> Nobody. Wow. They anyway, have a maybe I'll witness like a bar fight or something. That would be cool. See, I was imagining. So you should flash your lights right now, just <laughs> put the fear of God in everybody. I was I was imagining that lets people know that I'm about to shoot them. <laughs> yeah. There's weird laws in Kansas. I was imagining the opposite end of that spectrum where it was it was the worst in that it was way too like overdone and over the top. Like there's a man in a full suit with like a you know, a, like steel briefcase that sits down and like leaves the briefcase <laughs> under the belt and then they have a little conversation about like the sparrow flying at midnight. <laughs> 
I'll tell you what was really bad. No shit. I lived in Alaska for seven months, and there was a uh, there was only like one club in Fairbanks that all age people could go to, and I went to that and. And, like, the club is hot as hell. I mean, even being in Alaska, come on. You know, the inside of buildings aren't igloos. So it was, like, this hot, you know, club, and all all the people are, like, wearing no clothes. And there was this little Asian dude, like, the size of Tattoo in the corner. I shit you not, with sunglasses on and, like, one of those, like, trench coats you would see a, like, detective wear. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That is awesome. That was number one worst drug dealer, and then I just witnessed number two. At some point, you have to ask yourself what it is about you that keeps running a, a sconce of, of these awful drug dealers, sir. It's the fact that Mad Hatter means drug dealer. Yeah. All of a sudden. Drug, yeah. De- drug dealers oh, feel comfortable around him. It's a cosmic connection. <laughs> oh, my God. I have not. I almost forgot. We have to check in on WikiHow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You There's another regular actual. segment. So wiki, it, wiki, 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 <laughs> If if you're looking it up, I can explain the one of the things that um, <laughs> it while we afford him, Ray typically does during a course of a show is goes to this uh, WikiHow website, which is like, you know, a, a how to every day. It's a new randomly sure. like you know how to resew a button or how. But they're they're so out there, and most of them trend toward this subtle sort of dep- like you, you get a you, it paints a picture of their their typical user base of like lonely spinsters. Basically, <laughs> a lot of articles so people about that cats. Got off of Wikipedia tell people how to do other things. How to tell if your neighbors are kind of into you, sort of. You know, like... Build the oh. surveillance device. Here's here's a good one. Uh, one of uh, today's uh, featured articles is it's National High Five Day. Here's how to get your dog in on the act. Teach your dog to do a high five. <laughs> Oh my well, god! That's just useful. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Okay, step oh, four yeah, is penis. step four is a little loaded. It's uh, open your fist and hold your flat palm in the air vertically. Acknowledge each successful touch by your dog with a treat. <laughs> they really have to put the word fist in there. Yeah, I feel like that was unnecessary. Like, when Good I give Lord. people high fives, I don't ever think about a fist at any point. <laughs> well, it really yeah, if throws you... me off when somebody's talking about the hand and they said, open your fist. It's like, that's not my default hand configuration. I don't walk around like I close my hand, not open my fist. <laughs> I mean, maybe these people are just more angry. Yeah. I don't Although... know. I kind of imagine that maybe Red does walk around with fists all the time. <laughs> Those bitches Where still haven't left. High five. <laughs> yeah, with each bitch departure, you get like one <laughs> unclenched digit. <laughs> bitch departure. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting here since five o'clock, and I've only seen five bitches leave. He's like, I remember my tour in Nam. Walked in there, I told them bitches to leave. <laughs> They're still there. They never departed. War is hell. Never forget. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking of, of Clarence Boddicker in throughout history now, like just like photoshopping him at at the Alamo, and it says "bitches leave" at the bottom. <laughs> That's a meme. 
happen, man. That is waiting to happen. Because you could put it in so many different situations. It, it, it's just as applicable as the, you know, got that bitch a blank. Bitches love blank. <laughs> that bitch a leaf. Bitches love leaves. Oh, Bitches love yes. departure. So I got that bitch a departure. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like that's the only goodness on 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 WikiHow today. So uh, I, I'm still waiting on King to explain to me why the fuck he can't be on time. <laughs> this one was work related. <laughs> they uh they they pulled me into the uh, into a meeting because they wanted to offer me a job where you'll like this Ray, where I would have higher uh, responsibility, where I would be uh, actually training the new people, where I would have to change my schedule and work around them, and I would get absolutely no compensation for any of it. Oh, so, sweet. Yeah, so I, I had like a two-hour meeting over, um, you know, not getting a raise. So fuck that place. Man, your work's been a real jihad lately. <laughs> <laughs> you have no well, idea. You- what you just said should be like on the brochure for like any IT coursework ever. <laughs> this uh, this uh, this course is listed as a three out of five jihad. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't really think about it, but yeah, I guess we all kind of have a background in horrible, horrible tech industry. Amen. Yeah, indeed. See, I wish I still had a job just so that I could sprinkle jihad in my conversation all day tomorrow. That'd be great. <laughs> around the whole, around the little jihad cooler. Yeah, or at least have done that leading up to my last day at the office. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Especially with the security at that place, that could have been a, a dangerous move for you. That's true. That's you true. Have put in That's my right. two weeks jihad. I, I love yeah, the idea yeah, of you. Using it like like the Smurfs use Smurf. That is. <laughs> Sorry, I, had, did, I have did, to break did, in with did, the man on the street report. I just me. saw a a guy drive by on a motorcycle, and his woman was on the back drinking from a half gallon of milk. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong God. with that. <laughs> milk does body good. Wow. Well, dude, it and doesn't Kansas do you great. It doesn't do you any good to make, like, say, one white Russian on your way out the door. You got to stock them up. <laughs> Jug style. You have to have a whole white Soviet Union on wheels. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, like, I'm a, I'm a super easygoing guy. And, like, hardly anything ever angers me. But when it does, it's you go on random jihad? moments. Yeah, it, you know. Yeah. Um... No, but it's these random moments like that really shouldn't aggravate me much that puts me into a rage. And this reminded me, like, uh, our family does recycle. Uh, Shelly believes in it good, and, and it honestly keeps me from having to take a bunch of trash bags out, which is good for me, too, as a man. Um, but I was at the recycling center, and they've got, like, a shelf where people bring in books that people, you know, they don't want, so they recycle them. And I was, like, looking at the books because I'm like, huh, well, I might just take one of these. And, like, the uh, – I feel bad saying this. And it's not that I'm being racist against people that work in recycling plants, but the recycling troll, like, came out from behind the counter. <laughs> He's just a really <laughs> scary-looking guy, okay? It's, it's, like I said, it has nothing to do with the recycling industry. This guy is just a literal troll. 
So the recycling troll comes out and he like takes off his like glass breaking headphones and he's like, Hey, if anything interests you, come and get me and I'll relieve you of a little bit of your money. And I just wanted to be like, Fuck you. Did he Are then... you fucking serious? Did he like, ask you a series fuck... of questions? Like <laughs> well, he didn't ask me to like cross the bridge of death or anything, but you know, it's like these people brought these books here that you're about to shred and you're trying to get money from me. Like that was one of those moments that shouldn't make me angry. And I just wanted to like dump the case over his troll body. It was so weird. See, and that guy, that guy just needs a poster with Clarence Boddicker behind him that says books leave. (laughs) (laughs) Publications leave. Makes me so mad. That, you know, I hate that, that reminds shit. me of something. I went into, God, I, I think it was Barnes and Noble the other day. Is it just me, or does it seem as though when all bookstores were created, like the design was overseen by a man that's like, you know how libraries organize things by topic and author and title? Fuck that. And just like went <laughs> as far out of his way. Like I have never ever found a fucking book in in a bookstore. Let's make without... sure they have to look in the children's gardening section. <laughs> yeah, I have to get like the you know the the <laughs> bookstore employee to like forage with me through the wasteland, you know, the fucking tundra of pulp, yeah. to try and lead me <laughs> to the golden city of you know whatever the fuck I'm after, John Hodgman. I I love me so, like a, a bookstore. I love going to to bookstores, but I I kind of I'm not feeling the sympathy. So like you guys have probably had seen all the, like the borders closing. Um, our local downtown one closed, and the one that's like two blocks from me is is just now closing. I was just there this weekend, like posting a bunch of stuff they had on sale on Twitter. Um, and uh, you know I've seen all these people that are like you know oh this is that that goddamn Amazon dot com they closed our bookstore you know and it. <laughs> It's like, and and some of the some of the borders have put up snarky ass signs like that. That's like, no public restrooms. Try Amazon. And I mean, I love local yeah. bookstores, but I don't have a lot of sympathy because you know what? Amazon sells electronics and shit as well. Best Buy is still in business, so I'm not sure you can really put all of this on Amazon. Maybe you're doing. Yeah, there something is the wrong. whole. Yeah, there is the whole deal about you know paperless. It's a very unfortunate side of books. It's a jihad on books. <laughs> books leave um publications leave i see and the two thing too is it's not like amazon has some magic voodoo that they can sell books that cheap in that quantity i mean like you could just do that <laughs> and survive <laughs> you don't want to know where we got these fucking books yeah i mean i, I love borders but it you was kind of like books are so cheap don't ask i i, I was kind of like I, I'm going through there. Stuff is forty percent off at the like they they do a progressive. You know, it gets more and more percent off as as they get closer to closing. Stuff is forty percent off, and I'm doing the math on the little things they've got there, and I'm like, okay, so this is now two dollars less than the exact same item at Best Buy or you know any other place. So I'm not really yeah. sure that this was like the you know fucking the online business killing local enterprise so much as you guys having a really cushy-ass pricing scheme for a long time, and you finally got what's coming to you. Or, or you know, even better, gonna... uh, Borders thinking that it was a good idea to buy Walden books. <laughs> yeah. You uh, know, we're, 
we're going to feel awful um, like a month from now taking this righteous stand against bookstores when we find out that the reason Amazon's selling shit so cheap is they're all buying it from the recycling troll. <laughs> <laughs> maybe to make my point clear on why I was put into a fit of rage out of nothing, it's like when he said, maybe I'll relieve you of a little money, he put his hand up and did that thing where you rub your fingers together. Yeah, that's what pushed it. It's like a little money, like rubbing his fingers. I just wanted to break them. He, he sounds like the cartoon villain in an anti-Semitic like, uh, Bible story. <laughs> <laughs> what like on of... all of them? What, what are those little folded How about over a bag of silver coins? Stories that you find in bathrooms, <laughs> what are those called? Or the or the guy on the flying carpet in that, that really bad, like, Zelda CBI game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we must travel to Cordai if you let me relieve you of a little money. Anything can be had for a price. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I snorted on the air. I'm screwed. <laughs> I think I talked with Patrick about this, but... Um, on the topic of things that infuriate you to like an an unreasonable degree, yeah. I, I, okay, maybe this is just me, but you know how you witness something and you're like, "That's not right. That's too stupid to be allowed to happen." Surely we, as a society, can't allow this to occur, and yet we do. Right. Um, my thing for that it has been, and and this is cliched. I, I, I'm not breaking new ground, but fucking cable networks that have like very specific titles that mean nothing like say like okay for instance i was watching animal planet the other day animal planet animal planet and it was a show called exorcisms and it was a it was basically like ghost hunters except these douchebags are walking around trying to like excise demons from property and it wasn't even like like a, a like a demon dog. It was it was just like a demon. What, what the fuck? Like the, did they classify demons as like mammals? <laughs> they, I'm pretty did sure the demons have pouches. I'm pretty sure demons are marsupials. They're they're using uh, <laughs> they're using the um the the first act gozer uh, as kind of their guiding <laughs> principle. That would be great. And on like, this episode of Animal Planet Seamaster. <laughs> But yeah, it's like they're all converging. I mean, the Learning Channel is all about like, um, like midgets with eight kids that make cakes and competitions and then get voted off the mm-hmm. island. Like, it doesn't have shit yeah. to do with anything. Or like, uh, and and I have no problem with the show. It's just not on the right channel. Yeah. Uh, Man versus food on the Travel Channel instead of yeah. the Food Channel. Yeah, that that is baffling to me. I, I wrestling on Sci-Fi. And uh, there's a, I mean, data from Star Trek might make some comparisons there. But well, no, know. if it was like the Fi Channel, I'd be all about it. But no, it's specifically <laughs> sci-fi. So unless there's Fi like, Channel, well, if it, yeah. and I mean, his it, History Channel's little tagline of like History Channel made every day. It's basically like they're going. We, they've written themselves a little Star Trek style backdoor into basically going <laughs> every day is history technically. So yeah. if we talk about something that happened yesterday, no, 
that's history. <laughs> Here's what I love is like oh the previous God. decade of History Channel was just basically the Hitler network. Yeah, yeah. And then now it's all or, ghost stories. I'm waiting on them to like converge and it's like goat conversations <laughs> with ghost Hitler. Or or how about uh, angry, like Cartoon tell- Network with uh, live people? Oh, that always that pisses me. me off. I, I, I think that's one of those five. things that, but... that piss me off that shouldn't. If I see, like, a live person and it's not a commercial, I'm like, this is fucking Cartoon Planet! What the fuck? Yeah, the only yeah. the only live action that I've watched on Cartoon Network was was Children's Hospital, which is a funny show, and happened during the Adult Swim block, which I consider basically them, like, they want to make that its own cable channel. They just kind of can't really justify. Like, it would actually, at this point, it would tank the main network's <laughs> audience if they did that. <laughs> well, Cartoon Network annoys me anyway, um, because when the Boomerang channel came out, like, that was my fucking channel. It was all these awesome shows, because they had so much time to fill. There yeah. were no commercials, and they had this, like, crazy Hanna-Barbera library. So you, I mean, like, you would see shit you never heard of or haven't seen in ages. Like, I literally remember turning on Boomerang and watching, like, Camp Candy and... Oh, uh, man. The Incredibly Mental Misadventures of Ed Grimley. Oh, I hated that show. Shit. Camp Candy. Ed Grimley. Yeah. Camp awesome. But yeah, no, it was so cool. And and But then like in the mid, well, not even the mid-90s, I guess like in the late 90s, early 2000s, it basically became, let's just show whatever we showed on Cartoon Network last week. <laughs> like over and over again. Yeah. I, I was oh, pissed when Boomerang first came out. I did not, it wasn't part of whatever cable tier I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was bummed because that was like seriously what I wanted so bad was like yeah. something that was just, here are the top cartoons sorted by decade. Oh yeah. Know, have your fill. I'm, I'm hoping Netflix will eventually restore that kind of thing if they can work out a deal with, cause Turner now owns the Hanna-Barbera library. So let me tell you something. You, all three of you would lose so much respect for me if you knew how <laughs> many nights I got really drunk and watch the hair bear bunch on boom <laughs> dude I, you know what i want is i want i i probably should do that because i've now through after getting decent um cable net access here um i i was not a torrent person for a long long time i i not like a, out of an ethical thing i just hated the process of torrents they just fucking the whole process pissed me off um and it wasn't until <laughs> i yes a jihad on torrents exactly it wasn't until I, I moved here, I got a different kind of internet access, and there were a couple of um, um, publicly seeded uh, like crowd releases of Nine Inch Nails, like uh, like like sanctioned uh, concert bootlegs. Um, I picked up a couple of those, and those are fucking awesome, by the way. If you're at all a Nine Inch Nails fan, there are, there are a bunch of them out there now, but they're they're really really good. They got a really good crew of distributed people that like ship hard drives between each other to produce these things, and then they put them out on torrents. They're awesome if you're if you're a Nine Inch Nails fan. Um, but I finally like got through my initial just fuck torrents sort of thing and finally picked up some stuff I've wanted for a long time, like all of the episodes of Mask, that cartoon, oh. uh, a couple, couple of other things like that. That was a torrent I was super happy to find because I'd wanted, you know, even a even a bootleg DVD set of that for a while. I couldn't could not find it. Um, same thing with Street Hawk, which is an 80s show that I loved. Um, it was basically Knight Rider on a motorcycle that was not Super Force. Um, and <laughs> anyway, the one that I haven't picked up that I kind of need to, that I think was part of the whole boomerang bunch that I was like, I'd see in the TV guide and be super pissed off was Heathcliff. I watched the Heathcliff, shit Heathcliff, out of it. No one should. No one should. I don't understand. 
that like no matter what region you were originally from <laughs> that 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 show was and and it wasn't a good show i don't understand why it was as popular as it was i'll i'll tell you why it was cool it wasn't fucking heathcliff cuz he was it was stupid. the it, it was, was the other dump cat with a transforming car mm-hmm. yes yeah well it was obviously all about the junkyard cats because basically half of that show was basically feline fat albert <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it, it was it was That's accurate. Meow, meow, meow. It was <laughs> gold. Oh god! I want a new Marvel um, cartoon, a new Marvel animated series. It could be like Spider Man or, or Daredevil or, or, or Punisher or whatever. But I want the Kingpin to be um, voiced by Eddie Deason. <laughs> I don't know who that is. What you don't know Eddie Deason? I don't think so. As big a voice actor guy as you are, that is is a sadness. And I probably so I cool. probably know the voice, but I don't know the name, which is that is embarrassing actually, because I I count okay. myself a huge voiceover nerd. All right, when this is over, look up Eddie Deason. Is that uh, now that I think about it, is it D E Z E N? Um, I think it's D E E. Yeah. I want to say I can recognize the name now. I think he's the guy who does You'll know the voice if you hear it. Okay, well then that's probably something I would hate. Did you see um, the nerd? Wait a minute. Did you see like, the old Disney movie Midnight Madness? Bu- it is like like Bumper Robinson can eat a dick. I hate that guy. He has an incredibly <laughs> he, he, uh, Oh, okay. Uh, Mandark. Well, I've now looked it up. Now I actually yeah, yeah, know. Mandark. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know who Eddie Deason is now. Yeah, I didn't know his name. Yes, because he does a kind of voice that I hate. Well, here's but, what's great about him. Is not only does he have like a great like cartoony kind of voice, but if you look like this motherfucker looks like he stepped off of a cell, like he is a yeah. goofy look. Oh yeah, no, I remember him from War Games. Now that I'm looking at a picture of him, as... is he in War Games? <laughs> yes, very very young. He was in yeah, War he Games. Yeah, uh, he, he was. He uh, was one of nerd. the nerds that um, yeah, that Matthew Broderick uh, kind of uh, uh, talks to at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, the, he was the nerd to show that Matthew Broderick was no, no, he's a cool nerd, exactly. not one of the other. You no, know, he's he's a geek. This guy was a nerd. Yeah, well, whatever. Okay. Well, if nothing else, I have this recommendation <laughs> to the listeners. Uh, there is a film uh, that Disney put out in the late 80s called Midnight Madness. And whenever I think about the 80s, for whatever reason, this is the movie that epitomizes it for me. So do yourself a favor, have a couple of drinks, and, and rent <laughs> or stream uh, Midnight Madness, which features a heavy amount of, uh, of Eddie Deason. And I, sir conclude that that is a good thing actually uh, the only thing that keeps playing in my head is that uh of the religious wife in the group and and somebody said crosstalk and ever since then i've imagined her <laughs> once again sitting on the bed with a bible and the dude being like pictures leave i just well, no, I that... can't get it out of my head you're on crosstalk jesus be with you yeah crosstalk <laughs> is her podcast <laughs> You're on crosstalk, and you're going to hell. It's uh, it's it's oh, Jesus with a crosstalk. I can it's... take away your sins for a little bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a call-in show that Jesus does on NPR. <laughs> He's like, you're on crosstalk. Hang on. Uh... Which part of Kansas are you in, by the way? Salina, Kansas, like uh, kind of north central. Or 
Okay, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not sure I have an, a, like any sense of Kansas geography aside from vague rectangle. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's like it's like Kansas looked at Nebraska and was like, ah, I don't know about that shape. Let's let's just keep it simple. <laughs> no, Kansas had a had a twin brother at one point, but that twin brother fell out of a building and hit his head. And that's <laughs> Nebraska. Oh, uh, I do like how this show goes from random topic to random topic, and I'd like to uh, I'd like that. to purvey that if I could. Go for Please. it. Uh, okay, since we're talking about California from three subjects back to whatever the fuck we were talking about, um, interesting trivia. I don't know if anybody of you guys know this. Uh, do you know why there's, like, California has the bear on the flag? I have lived here for three years and I do not. It's the Fallout universe, but I can't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) This shit is hilarious. Um, so apparently, uh, dude, head dude in charge, whatever... I'm not going to pretend I remember what title he was of California at the time when they were figuring out their flag, loved pears, the fruit, pears, right? Like, and I think he had a nickname of something with the pear in it. I mean, this dude was fucking, he loved pears. Motherfucker loved pears. This sounds like a pear jihad. This is a pear jihad. This sounds like I'm setting up a joke, but I swear to you what I'm telling you is true. You can go ahead and Google it and whatnot after this and find out what he actually was. But he uh, he loved pears to an obsessive point, and they were like, "Let's make a flag." And they were like, "Hey, dude, what should we put on the flag?" So he uh, he told his wife, "Let's put a big pear on it." And she went and she put a fucking bear on the flag because she misheard him, and it's been a fucking bear ever since. And she Ain't did that some sense. She didn't know that he was like the, you <laughs> I know, know, right? the pear king of Chicago, like. The pear king of Chicago. What the fuck? That was a Ferris Bueller joke. Like, oh. she she didn't know that he he was like Mister. I fucking love pears so much that I have a a pear based nickname, and she thought he meant bear. I think okay. I think back, and I don't know if it was his wife that made the flag or if she told someone else to make a flag and they put a bear on it. That's probably oh. more likely. You'll have to look it up and see what the story is. But I was like rolling. I was like, are you serious? It was supposed to have a bear on it, and it's been a bear for all these years for no reason? It's so awesome. In in an area where the entire time I have lived here, my governor has been <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can say that's going to make me go, wow! California's crazy! Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. about, like, how few stories, like, good stories there are that end with, so they put a fucking bear on it! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is so true. It, like, I, I saw a tweet the other day that cracked me up, though. That was it was basically like, so all this talk, all of Donald Trump's talk of running for president is exactly as funny as Arnold Schwarzenegger's talk of running for governor. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's about right. <laughs> yeah, nothing unexpected there. And, and all of this is post Reagan, so I don't know why anybody's shocked at this point. It's just I, I, I'm, I think we, we anybody... Ronald Reagan. The actor? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! God damn We're it! A bunch of nerds. Who's who's the vice? Who's the joke? He, person he makes a joke about vice president. That's gonna bug the shit out of me until I can remember it. Oh shit! Uh, god, now all I can hear in my head is who's vice president? <laughs> Donald Trump.
please tell me I'm the I'm not the only guy that has read Bruce Campbell's books. No, oh, I, I read uh, Chins Could Kill. Dude, they're they're very hilarious, but it's you, it's one of those you really want to get the audio book so he's narrating it. It <laughs> is fucking classic. You, you know what's funny? I I almost uh, I had real problems in a college class because I spent most of the time I was in that class reading If Chins Could Kill that just came out. And I read that, you know, all the way through, and it was years after I became a fan and read his books of uh, John Hodgman before I realized that the fucking literary agent that Bruce Campbell is talking about was John fucking Hodgman. Well, seriously? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yes, nice. he was his literary agent. And so, like, it's this weird collision of worlds for me where I was like, I was a big, you know, Bruce Campbell fan. I read that book and everything. And then I was a big John Hodgman fan. He made, like, a lot of jokes about his past as a literary agent. And it was like, oh, oh God, that actually did happen. <laughs> the reveal. Yeah. And uh, I will yeah. say um, How to Make Love the Bruce Campbell Way is is even funnier. Like, it's really funny. Although it's, like, pseudo-fiction. I think he's gone on record as saying about like sixty percent of it is manufactured and then forty percent of it actually happened, but he won't elaborate on what's what. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps the mystery that way. Yeah, we could always turn that into a, a TV show on the Fi Channel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I I liked um I liked the amount of Evil Dead sort of like behind the scenes stuff you got in If Chins Could Kill. Yeah, I gotta read that. It's good stuff, man. <laughs> What's I forget? What's he calling himself this week? P Daddy Dirty Money. P Dirty Money. Da- like he needs. Okay, th- I'm going to take a stand on this, like I did with the cable channels. Like this is something that we as a society should not fucking tolerate. <laughs> we should not let the we should not let people live that decide to call themselves Diddy Dirty no. Money. Well, like okay, you can do that once, but once. then you're stuck with it. Like once yes. you reach a certain level of notoriety, I think you just got to take your nomenclature lumps. You know. Yeah, like if if Al Yankovic was like, no, I want to be peculiar, Al. No, fuck you. No, you are weird, Al. Yeah, you are weird, Al. Peculiar, Al. Prince is bullshit symbol forever. That is how this shit. You get one. Ooh, ooh, guys, man on the street alert. This one's special too. Oh boy, my my wife just came out to the van because I drove back home, and she's highly drunk off of wine, and I'm gonna put her on the phone now. Awesome. A little bit. They're nice guys. Come here. Okay, hold on. She's gonna say hi. You have to hold the phone though. Hi. Okay, that's good. Hold on, hold on. Here they are. Really good guys. Hello. Hello. Hello, Shell. Your husband's on. How are you? We're very. My husband, what? He's on a jihad. Yes. (laughs) There's zero surprise. I'm really drunk. I don't know why he put me on the phone. Because he loves you. See, wait, now, here. this is a good opportunity to get some dirt. So a, a bird oh, on God. Facebook tells me that that you have gotten him, quote, unquote, through the most shit. So so tell me about his shit storms. <laughs> we do not want to talk about shit storms and my husband. <laughs> She's like, I'll I get full chat. I'm, I'm going to buck the trend here and say, how do you like Kansas? How do I... I I don't know. I'm really drunk. <laughs> Sounds like she likes a little everything right now. <laughs> Good kid that way. What are, what are your feelings on straight teeth? <laughs> on what? <laughs> on very straight teeth. On very straight teeth? 
I don't know. I just have really tiny teeth. That is all I know. <laughs> really tiny teeth. I can think of situations where that would come in real handy. Oh, God. Okay, I'm handing you back. All right, have a good one, Let's see you learn not to use the teeth. <laughs> that's where, that's where, what are we that's where big lips come in hand, which is what I have. So. Words of wisdom, ladies. You heard it here. Okay, I'm, I'm going to hand you off now. Okay. My wife did not just say she was going to hand off three other guys. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, babe, for that wonderful segment. Indeed. She's speaking you know the truth. Why you drank the whole bottle? Jesus Christ, woman. <laughs> okay, and now the podcast has become an episode of Cops. <laughs> oh, my God. What What did we... I just heard her talking about small teeth and big lips. My God, what has happened? <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's going on the gag reel, ladies and gentlemen. No. <laughs> if it if it wasn't her, it would be uh, it would be King's wife Megan, who exactly. has told us some horrifying stories. I assure you. Cross talk. Yeah, <laughs> all about cross talk. No, actually, yeah, I, we're talking cross talk in the ways of so, like the uh, the exorcist. Yes. This is this is a strange topic, but in a religion off, I'm assuming Ashley would win against Megan, but I'm actually not sure. What? Like as in like raw piousness or I I don't know. I don't I, I have no idea where Megan falls on that spectrum. She she's a very pious lady. She likes to uh, you know, do things in the church and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we talking about here? Now those things are all gangbangs. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, the word "piet," like the way that that whole thing came out. Like, she's a very pious lady. She likes to do things in the church and whatnot. <laughs> like that came out like the back of a porno. <laughs> yeah, the way you phrased it, I'm thinking people are not eager to get baptized at that church. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... <laughs> they need them towels for that ceremony. <laughs> No, no, she's very religious. Okay. There. Well, far be it for me to be the voice With of readers. Um, we have passed the two-hour mark, and, and it sounds as though someone's uh, spouse might need a little babysitting at this juncture. Oh, my God. It's very rare that this happens, but holy damn, that was a large bottle of wine I had just purchased <laughs> before driving out to talk to you gentlemen. Well, you know what that means. She's a keeper. Indeed. <laughs> So uh, when this is all said and done, kids, check out the show notes for links to the projects and the sites we've talked about. Uh, it's your fault that record stores have closed. Support independent music. Be generous. Or oh, God yeah. damn it, some red will come to get you. <laughs> a jihad on record. There will be a jihad. Or a goblin or a recycle troll. Indeed. Any of the above. Or my wife. Jihad of raping goblins on record store sales. <laughs> awesome. Oh. Right. Well, man, thanks so much for joining us. I, I really do appreciate it. It's been fun to chit chat. Absolutely. I'm I'm uh, I'm yours for for several sessions. Awesome. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 take you up on that. We might even be better prepared and less intoxicated that time. I, I don't know about that part, but. I don't know about the first part. All right. Well, man, uh, give give our best to the missus when she sobers up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and, okay. Uh, Remember, drink she's lots of back water. She's standing next to the van in her bare feet right now. Oh, well. She's <laughs> taking raptor arms at me. Oh, my God. 
Love this one. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It was a it was a blast. So, uh, gentlemen, I think we've done as much damage as we're going to do for one evening. So, uh, once again, <laughs> until next week, collide for more madness. Uh, this has been worse than oh. ever. Uh, I'm uh, Bad Servo. I'm hey, King. This is Patrick. Bitches leave. Oh, and this is Matt Hatter, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, <laughs> everyone. And that is it for us today. Now to play us out is to cut off the album Invasion of the Mic Snatcher by Sinister Six, available for free at scrubclubrecords.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Deeper. We don't play. We don't play. We don't play. We don't play. With that mainstream bullshit, no, we got dues to pay. And this music, we start for it all night and day. Still talk this shit, but we're here to stay. We just continue to dig deep. I'm an eloquent underground white guy. Sport a backpack, what you know about that? Illmatic, the Nostradamus. Taught us all how to live, rap game prosperous. Sold it pot and Biggie Smalls. Filled in the blanks on the subway walls. Hold my craft with the hieroglyphics. Simplistics from verbosity. And possibly at the cost of three or four fans. I made my songs more planned. I say more with less. And the more I stress, some of this underground sounds like trash. I rise above Phoenix ashes. Step on the stage and the camera flashes. Assume the pose. Fill up my lungs. Spit some science to the sound of the drums. Dug in deep and deeper I dug. Ball my way up digital thug. That's deep enough. The game's on guidance. Give it to you deep because it sound like silence. Most sinister than Hatter or Steven. Why do Cracker keep your composure? Get even. Why do Cracker get the exposure? Deep breathing. Whitey Cracker kick out the flow and good evening We don't play with that mainstream bullshit No, we got dues to pay And this music, we start for it all night and day The haters still talk this shit But we're here to stay We just continue to dig deeper You can't measure the dedication It takes to make the underground scene happen But every time I turn on my radio All I hear are hoes that never work a day in the life While I'm asking, is your time? Can I borrow your ear? Cause we're rhyming through the streets, IRL, P2P. Sport a suit tie, go to hell, you sick of me. Cause I don't give a damn about your target demographic. Watch me give a middle finger to your rain, our staff. Yo, shit, I send the dotted line, you want my autograph? Place a contract to my fingers, watch me tear it in half. Look, integrity of all doesn't seem to stand a chance. When a record like he's handing you a giant cash advance, you can call me a fool, but that's better than a tool. With the clarity of mind, I'll recite the golden rule. One will fail to write these rhymes when the souls tore asunder. Even if you make it, you're a one hit wonder. If you stick around, you're a televised blunder. Thoughts of dollar signs, I'll have you buried. Under the profound resounding ground, hip hop can't be found, but selling out. I think not. 
rhyme around the stomp of ground. Don't stop counting down to take the crown. Tick tock. Half a dozen MCs, some to propound. Too much static in the city, so we're going underground. And we're digging so deep, the canary's gone cold. We be repping nerd gold, and we do it six fold. Ciao. We don't play with that mainstream bullshit. No, we got dues to pay. And this music, we stomp for it all night and day. The haters still talk this shit, but we're here to stay. We just continue to dig deeper. We don't play with that mainstream bullshit. No, we got dues to pay. And this music, we stomp for it all night and day. The haters still talk this shit, but we're here to stay. We just continue to dig deeper. So I know we've been talking about like Cthulhu d- dildos and and all kinds of, ho- but that that was fucking dark, man.